This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. Yeah, what's happening, everybody? Good morning. This is a long walk to Cleveland. I'm Rudy Povich. Thank you guys for joining me. It is an uh, Apple Podcast and Spotify and Stitcher. And every single day at 9.45 a.m., we go live on Instagram. Merchandise! Find it right now at RudyPovich.com for a long walk to Cleveland. Stand updates happening all over this Friday, Sisyphus Brewing. Saturday, City Winery in New York City. After that, October 22nd, Roseville at the Hog's Breath. Uh, October 28th, I'll be at Hugo's Comedy Cellar in St. Paul, Minnesota. On November 18th, I'm also going to be at uh, Grantsburg, Wisconsin. And then just found out yesterday... I will be in Austin, Texas on November 19th and 20th. I'd have to go back and find out. But uh, yeah, the uh, the tour that's happening this Saturday in New York City, the girl tour with Jesse Mae Peluso and Carly Aquilino. Uh, I'm also going to be doing some time with them down in Austin, Texas. I'll get you more dates and more information about that. I do got a couple buddies down in Austin. I just talked to my guy, Jake Bain, who is, if uh, I know there's a lot of ladies that listen to this podcast. And uh, if you are looking for a Jimmy Garoppolo type with uh, killer abs and tons of talent, look up my friend Jake Bain on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram because that guy, whoo, that dude's a smoke show. He's got that like, he's got that like great curly springy hair that's super thick and it's not like wavy, but it's just like, he's like one of those guys that can just jump out of bed and his hair is perfect every single time. You know what I'm talking about? He's a good looking dude and he's super talented and he's a hell of a filmmaker and I love him to death and he's going to be helping us with some filming down there as well. So that should be really cool. Speaking of uh, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, did you guys make it through yesterday? Okay, I know everybody was kind of losing their minds about the fact that Facebook and Instagram went offline. Let's say hi to some people. What's up, Danielle? Good morning to you. Auntie Reedy. What's up, Lori? Hi, Danielle. What's up, Chad? How are you, buddy? Hi, Tara, Anna, Lindsay. Scooter. Good to see everybody again. I like you guys stopped by. Wyatt, always first on, man. I dig it. I appreciate it. So, really cool. Really cool that you guys are here. Mel, hey, hey, Rudy. What's up? Not much. Enjoying the day? Enjoying the day. Amanda didn't even notice they were down. Here's what I realized about yesterday. I've never been on on really any dates where you go out with somebody and all they do is talk about their ex. You ever had that? They talk a lot about you know, their ex-boyfriend or girlfriend and like maybe the last person that they lived with and it gets super annoying. Found that yesterday as everybody was jumping ship from Facebook and Instagram to jump over to Twitter. And all we did was talk about Facebook and Instagram, you know? For me, a lot of it has to be, 
you know, work-wise. I jump on there because I'm posting things for people or I want to see how a graphic that I made for somebody is doing or I'm trying to find data collected like, okay, so you posted this at two o'clock in the afternoon. It did such and such amount of interactions. Now we got to go back and find out, does this type of post do better at five? It's a lot of analytics, a lot. And Danielle, one of my last dates were like that. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Everybody just jumping ship and getting on a new date. And talking about their ex the entire time and how much you can tell, like how much somebody is not over something when they really talk about it. Yeah. Lindsay. Yeah. As a social media marketer, yesterday was a nice day off. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It was almost like uh, Snoop Dogg sitting in the back going, can we get a motherfucking moment of silence for this small chronic break? Although for Facebook, it was more like, can we get a motherfucking moment of silence for this small uncivil people talking shit break that'd have been nice but everybody just hopped on a twitter and i don't go on twitter twitter was too much too much yeah i got into a fight uh a twitter verse fight with a guy from my hometown pat micheletti and uh let's take a comment here crispy they say zuck lost six billion dollars personally Here's the thing. I was thinking about that yesterday, and I guarantee that there was somebody who was at home with like their 62-year-old stepdad who sold his, you know, cybersecurity company about 12 years ago, and all that guy does is sit around and do nothing all day, and he's watching, you know, headline news, and at some point when somebody was like, Mark Zuckerberg lost $7 billion yesterday, I bet that fucking guy says like, $7 billion? That's more than I make in a year. I guarantee there was one of those guys. You know the guy who's always got to fucking pull it around to you? Who's always got to pull it back on them somehow? There's always that one dick who no matter what story you tell them, no matter what kind of hardship you bring, there will always be somebody who goes, here's a story about me and how it's worse than yours. Right? All I've been thinking about, I told you guys yesterday, the Bill Burr fiasco that happened on Saturday night. When I thought the show started at seven and it didn't, it started at six and we got there and Bill Burr was 40 minutes into his set and we missed half of it. I'm still fucking devastated over it. It's killing me. But I guarantee the second, there's some family members I'm already thinking about. When they hear that story, they will counter story me with, uh, you know, with one story about the time they went to a concert and maybe they got arrested outside in the parking lot or didn't make it to the show because... You know, maybe their friend got sick on the way or somebody puked or there was a plane crash or, you know, maybe you stopped off because you wanted to get a rub and tug and then the police broke in. And so for some reason, you didn't make it to the Oingo Boingo show. I guarantee that's going to fucking happen. Amanda, the one upper. Yes, the one upper. It's goddamn brutal. It's incredible. I got the second shit happens. I think about that. I go, I wonder how so and so is going to be able to fucking one up me in this. How is their life, how are they going to show that their life is just a little bit worse than mine? It's like a race to the bottom, ain't it? It's a race to the goddamn bottom all the time. People constantly talking about how bad their life is. I was thinking yesterday for a moment about Facebook and the reasons why we use it. And there's so many great aspects to it, but there's also like a lot of bullshit to it. I learned that you can put a 13-year-old child you know, you can put them on your credit card and help build their credit because of Facebook. That's great. Uh, I also learned that I got a couple of friends from high school who are super right-wing racist assholes because of Facebook. <laughs> like, 
there's a lot of good and bad. So I, uh, I see. But yesterday, as I was thinking about it, I'm like, I guarantee right now there's a dude. There's a dude who's sitting at home and he's been... He's been working his ass off now. He went on a date, like maybe he's like 42. He doesn't have any kids and he's kind of been frumpy. And maybe he had a girlfriend in his, like his low 20s, but then she decided to kick him to the curb and, you know, marry a guy that actually had potential and they got an apartment together and blah, 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 blah. And he finally moved out of his mom's house when he was like 32. And he's always kind of had like a little muffin top going and his jeans were always just a little too big. And he always wore like New Balance shoes, never had like nice shoes and his haircuts were always $14. This fucking guy has always been, for the longest time, getting shat on. And he finally went out with a gal about eight, nine months ago, and he meets her, and she fucking completely destroyed him. She said to that guy, listen, uh, you seem like a nice dude. Obviously, your uh, Bumble pictures are a little lying. You know, not so much exactly what you look. You took a little bit of liberties, creative liberties, we'll say, when it came to the pictures. You know, hey, Great on you for knowing angles and camera lighting and all that. You look great in the photos. Not so much here, right? A little frumpy. But, um, uh, you know, she went out with him and was like, listen, I, I, I just, I need a guy who's just like, he's he, he, in his thirties and he's like in super good shape and he, he's a hiker and he, he has a dog. I, I need somebody like that. And that guy went, fuck it. I'm going to work my balls off. And that guy went out and got a personal trainer and he started like doing research on macro and micronutrients and nutrient timing. And he never had a drink for nine months. And that guy worked his ass off. And next thing you know, that guy's got an eight pack and super big delts and a large wide back. And he's just fucking ripped. And he did it because this bitch, this total awful human being that completely fucking disregarded him and his feelings. And he went, fuck it. I'm going to work my ass off. And he did. And he went out and he hired a photographer to bring some lighting into Los Campiones gym. And then he got the lights out and he's got the abs sculpted and he's showing off the guns and he got all the pictures back after they were all touched up. And he's like, fuck it. Today is my redemption day. I'm going to post this shit online to show everybody how much of a fucking beast I am, how much of a monster I can be, how good I can be when I put my mind to it. And he went to fire up Facebook and it was just the little tiny swirling thinking button. Fuck. I thought about that guy yesterday. I thought about that guy and how much that dude probably worked his ass off for that one moment when he could throw it out on social media and be like, dude, finally, I get my redemption. Because think about it. Think of how many times you've seen somebody post a photo online. And I think about this a lot. Anytime you see somebody and you know that they've been dating somebody and then out of the blue, maybe like for about two weeks, you don't see them post any pictures of themselves online with that other person. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you get a super hot photo selfie of them. You're like, ah, oh, somebody's single now. I get it. I get it. My friend Stephanie, who I've known since we were kids, uh, I ran into Stephanie and her boyfriend at the gym here in Richfield one day. And I, uh, I looked at him and went, this, I get this guy. He's fucking big and buff and he's like all tattooed and he's super good looking. And Stephanie is super fucking crazy good looking. And I'm like, these two work together. I totally get it. I get why they're here. I get why they're here together because he's a nine and a half and she's a 10. I get it. And then about uh, three weeks after that, I saw him come to the gym by himself. I saw her not post any photos of them two together online. And then out of the blue, just a super hot selfie. You know, low-cut shirt, sunglasses, just so happened to be the camera angle was just a little higher than the forehead. You know, you know that move. And I thought, well, somebody broke up. 
somebody's single now. And then uh, ran into a friend of a friend of ours. And I went, hey, you seen Steph? And she's like, yeah, I just broke up with her girl, with her boyfriend. I was like, yeah, fucking saw that coming. Saw it a mile away. There was, I guarantee there was somebody out there yesterday who was like, I'm finally getting this business off the ground. I'm finally going to post my podcast. I'm finally going to give those redemption photos. All those, yeah, I worked my ass off to be able to stick in it to somebody. And yesterday, just complete. that's how much we, that's how we 1,000% treat Facebook and Instagram. We use them as a vengeance tool sometimes. It's great to share photos of your plants, but isn't it nice when you like, you worked your ass off and, you know, you got a sweet bum and maybe the jacket you went out and bought fits great on you. You got rid of that double chin, you know, got a little Botox in the forehead and the wrinkles are gone. I'm telling you, that's how it works. Lindsay, LOL, one, went, well, one rant for the road came early this week. Great start. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Uh, Daniel, I may be guilty of that, especially with my last breakup. Dude, it's, listen, it's what we do as humans. A thousand percent. Uh, Amanda, uh, LOL, I'm usually pretty private when I first date someone. You should be. You should be. You 1000% should be. I, I, listen, don't tell people the shit they don't need to know. Don't. Keep it to yourself, man. I, uh, I've gone out with people sometimes like for two months. And then at some point go, by the way, because I feel like, you know, you're somebody that I can trust and you're all right. Uh, I got kids. I mean, I don't do it now. Now it's just more like, oh, fuck it, dude. If you ain't down with kids, I, I got no time for you, you know, but used to pull that move. But then I was also super protective. Like I was with a, a gal for almost a year and three months before she met my daughter. Cause I just, I just, I don't want to go down that route. I don't want to go down that route of having to like explain to my kids kids my daughter like yeah um here's a a group of people that you'll see one time and then you'll never see again although they're pretty perceptive she did say to me not to me to her mom as of recent and then her mom related to me my daughter gets really upset when we date and i get it because she's an only child and you know mom and dad are the two people the two rocks in her life the thing that keeps her most grounded so when they start dishing out time to other people you could get a little jealous. I a thousand percent get that. Yeah. Anna, that's called being a good parent. Thank you. Amanda, exactly. Yes. So my daughter's mom was supposed to be going out with a guy and my daughter kind of got upset by it. And my daughter's mom was like, well, what, what's the difference? What, what, why does it matter if I go out with somebody or your dad goes out with somebody? Because you seem to be okay when your dad goes out with somebody. And apparently my daughter had turned around and was like, because dad's relationships only last two weeks. <laughs> uh, she's saying it like this is something new. It's not. Trust me. And it's not because of dad. It's not because I'm the one just like, mm, this is not working out. It's because, yeah. So uh, luckily, over the last couple of uh, last couple of months, man, it has just been, I don't know. I was going out with like a couple of people here and there and things were going okay. And then some gal goes to me and I was like, you know what? This is a good sign. It's a great sign right now because you are working your ass off. You got a lot of stuff cooking. You got New York City coming up. You got... Uh, all these new podcasts that you're working on. You got all this, you got a brand new platform that's picking up a long walk to Cleveland. You got a lot of shit happening. And then last night, you know, they ask, hey, can you come down to, uh, can you come down to Austin, Texas and do a little time down here and help us, you know, film some stuff. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Yeah, dude. Like that's, yeah, 
It's a good move. It's a good move. Plus, eventually you're going to find that one person that makes you go, you know what? I can't go to Austin. I can't help you out with your project. I can't take it out because you just, you don't want to do any of that stuff anymore because you found that person that you want to, mm, that you want to be with. So you're just like, piss on it, dude. I'll give up all those things to be able to do that with somebody. And yeah, but until then, fuck it. Just keep working. Scooter, ha ha ha, keeping you humble. That's a kid's job. I don't know if I ever told, I think I may have told this story. I was on my way to, uh, I was doing a, uh, a play over in Egan. And while I was on my way to the play, my daughter had to come with, uh, come with me. And while she was in the car, I was doing the warm-ups, right? The me, 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 nay, 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 all that bullshit, right? So while I'm going through all that, uh, my daughter's in the passenger seat and goes, do you do that every day? I was like, yeah. She goes, why? I said, well, because that's how you get better at things, right? Like, you got to practice. I mean, (laughs) seriously, like, I mean, that's why you practice gymnastics, right? And she took a long, hard thought about it. And then went, yeah, but I get better at gymnastics. (laughs) Which is not wrong. She's not wrong. I totally get it. Uh, Amanda, dating is hard even when you're not busy. Of course it is. A thousand percent. It is. It's tough. And it gets tougher, I think, as time goes on because you kind of get a little bit more set in your ways. Where you're just like, ah, oh, God, piss on all this, man. It's too much. It's far too much. It's way too much. And, and then you got to give up work. And then you start getting resentful because that person is making you give up work. And ah, mm. I don't know, man. Just some coffee. You guys in the morning on a long walk to Cleveland. That's really pretty much all a fella needs. Uh, there's not much really cooking as of right now today. I do have like a pile of work and I always hate cutting these things a little bit short. But uh, with today being... Tuesday and me having to do a show that I'm not only on, but also recording on Friday and then also splitting out of town on Saturday for three days. Uh, we have to keep these a little shorter than usual for the rest of the week, which kind of sucks, but yeah, man, but I really do appreciate it. Just kind of give you guys a little bit of a heads up that, uh, coming up this weekend, Friday, Friday night, Sisyphus Brewing, that show Friday night is so lights out fucking awesome. That room is almost unfair. If you have not been to a show at Sisyphus, I don't know what it is about that room. You walk in, you laugh. Regardless of who's on stage, even if they're first timers and they suck, I don't know if they put something in the beer, but whatever it is, that room is the hottest room in town. When you get up on stage, you are guaranteed laughs. If you're an audience member, you are guaranteed a good show. So I am telling you, if you have not been to a show at Sisyphus Brewing on a Friday night, this Friday would be the night to go because Joey Hamburger gets up on stage and he is a fucking monster. That dude is a mile a minute and he's super funny. And I'm so glad that he's become my friend over the last year because I have found him to be exquisitely talented and such his view on life is so out there and just so ridiculous. I don't know what planet that this guy came from, but he is, he's really, he's a, he's a unique individual and I love him to death. Please Friday night, Sisyphus Brewing, downtown Minneapolis show. Believe I think it starts at seven 30, but uh, we'll get you some more info towards the end of the week. And then obviously Saturday I'll be in New York city. And then October 22nd, 
make sure you get a reservation. They're going fast. They're going to be uh, shutting down reservations, I think, like a night or two before. But I think there's only like maybe less than a dozen tables left. And I believe they're going to use the entire basement of the Hog's Breath on that Friday night. So October 22nd, you can find that information on my website or on uh, just the Facebook or the Instagram. Either way, I really do appreciate you hopping on every single day. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And every day at 9.45 a.m., we go live on Instagram. Thank you, guys. Once again, appreciate it. Thank you for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.